Alright guys, what's up everybody? This is Albert Kampa. Another episode of the Cantina MX podcast. Episode 224, I'm here with Jaime. How's it going, Jaime? Hey, what is up? Hello everyone. Um, we have a lot to cover today. A lot of news unfolding as as we're speaking right now. We got some Ligia uh, happening right now, so uh, take it away, man. Yeah, a lot of news, and we've been, I think, out for a while, vacation and stuff. But uh, yeah, the, currently we're watching the Monterrey Necaxa game, which is, uh, it looked like Necaxa was getting blown out. They were just getting pressed by Monterrey, and Monterrey scored the, uh, actually just one goal, so they're still somewhat in it. That's the first leg of the semifinals. So we'll be we'll be discussing that, but I guess we can talk a little bit about the previous uh, happenings in the Liga. So uh, what what like from what you've seen so far? Like I, I I would say it's been pretty dramatic. Like a lot of VAR decisions, a lot of I guess controversy, um, red cards, a lot referee of goals. complaints. Yeah, goals too. What have been your like highlights of uh, what has gone on so far? Um, I, the only game I kind of caught was the America Tigres game, which was a complete shit show, um, in the second leg. I was, Tigres is just like that equipo chico, man. They, they just, they have that small team mentality, you know, the Napoleon complex. And I, I really thought they were going to be able to close it at home. And then they just got blown out with, and, and they had no response to America's attack. And, um, I mean, a lot of these games were, were, were like, if you take the accumulative score on aggregate, like a lot of these games ended like, you know, five something like six something. So it's, it's just been all offense and, uh, for the neutrals, like watching, they're probably enjoying all of this, the drama and, and, and all the goals that are happening. And obviously the controversy with all the calls. Oh, My yeah. team's not in it, so I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's been like when you say neutrals, like for example, I guess yourself, who's your team's not in. Myself, my team's not in. It. But like even like uh, non-Mexican fans of soccer, mm-hmm. if they even tune in, it, they might see you know it's some exciting stuff. Maybe some maybe Liga MX gets known for for drama and like pe- players not getting paid or or teams not playing for the first five minutes and they're getting two goals scored on them. Um, stuff like that, but uh, which is not really good. But um, one thing when you said Equipo Chico, uh, I think Cesar Hernandez on on Twitter commented that the seated the top four seated teams all were eliminated, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I responded with that. Uh, what's that cartoon picture of the, the of the guy with the fist? <laughs> oh, <laughs> but I made but somebody. Arthur? Yeah, Arthur with the fist balled up, like wanting to punch somebody, but, but, but it made but it really small. small. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> so, like, first seed, uh, uh, Santos loses to Monterrey. Second seed, Leon loses to Morelia, which was a, that was a, that's a surprise right there. Morelia's, um, that's going to be an interesting game tomorrow mm-hmm. against America. They came out with Scooby-Doo in the stands and beat Leon, which was um, pretty impressive. And uh, the, the first game, they were, I think, down by two, came back, and uh, 
and tied it. Uh, Tigres, of course, like you said, lost. They choked big time. Querétaro uh, were, was fourth, and they lost to Necaxa. But one thing, like what you're saying, and, and with the Tigres game, Tigres America, did mm-hmm. you see how Carlos Salcedo played? Oh man, a, a lot of people. I only... I want to say he was even yeah. a little bit suspect, suspicious. Like he the way it. he was. Like did he get paid yeah. or something? <laughs> I like what he was doing out there was. I was like, what is he doing? He there was a ball that he was played, and he picked the ball up with his hands because yeah. he thought it was out. But it, and then the free kick ended up becoming the 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 penalty which he which he made and then they it was it was just all it was Salcedo just fucking up the whole team bro it was I've never seen someone self sabotage like that before yeah he was just like I mean if he wasn't paid I can get him not being paid or him feeling the pressure and just like having a bad game but that is like some um, low IQ gameplay right there man. That dude is like probably never passed. You know how like Lawrence Taylor didn't learn how to read when he was playing. Uh-huh. Like he never learned how to read. He was in the NFL playing football. He never learned how to read. That's like that reminds me of what this dude might be, man. That dude was playing, making some low IQ plays, dude. Like how how he picked up the ball, how he just pushed uh, that guy who was going into the box. He pushed him with both hands. Like right. he didn't even play the ball, and he was in the box. I was like, what? Are, mm-hmm. You're in the box, and you just do that, and you think someone's not going to see it. And then a penalty kick for him. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just kept on looking at Tuca. He was just like glaring and oh man, disbelief. And then you know they someone caught a photo of him and you know Ochoa hugging it out after the game. I'm like, of course. Yeah, Ochoa is probably saying, "Hey, bro, uh, I just Venmo you. Thank you." You <laughs> <laughs> Venmo him, <laughs> courtesy of America. But it, it also reminds me of why Salcedo is back in Mexico. You know what I mean? Like he's a player that played for um in Germany in in Florence and I'm just like, yo, like what are you doing back here? But then now I know why, man. He's just he's yeah. just not that good of a player. I mean, I, I was sort of impressed like in uh with the national team. I I've sort of been impressed with him because he's like that strong dude that uh that hustles and that, like gets the um, you know, gets a last minute save and, and knocks people out of, uh, knocks the, knocks the offense, the opposing offense around a little bit. But yeah, that was just, that was just really bad for, for Tigres. Oh, yeah, you know, I, I hope, uh, Morelia can stop America because, I mean, not only is it because they're my right, you know, America's the team I hate the most, but it's just the fans are so obnoxious, man. I just can't stand it. And I can't stand Barney Rubble either, man. <laughs> with his, with Barney his, Rubble. They, uh, you know, anytime he does, uh, like, he, he, he had a few key players, like, on the bench in that game against Tigres, and, you know, they're all saying, oh, he's a genius. Like, it ended up working out in his favor. I'm like, dude, if they would have gotten blown out, they would have, they would have, like, totally talked all this shit about him, so... I don't know, man. It's yeah, just I, how it is here in Mexico. It's just all drama. It's all you're the best now, and then you're the worst thing ever the next week. You know, it's just heroes and villains. Yeah, that's. 
I don't have a I don't have a problem with it too much, but it's sort of uh, yeah, that does that's that is what's going on. And America doesn't really like I'm like I think I think they'll continue on. I would actually like to see an America Monterrey final. Well, it's starting to shape up like that. Uh, Monterrey's still up one zero here in the second half, fifty minutes up. They should and, be uh, they should be winning by more. So if they don't if they don't win this game eventually by two or three, and that's gonna not be good for them. <clears throat> I just hope that uh, Nekaxa hurries up and gets eliminated so we can we can cash in on those refuerzos. We got a few Chivas or after a few of their players, uh, Cristian Calderon and Alexis Peña, and uh, Jesus Angulo as well. So. Yeah, I'm, I'm liking Calderon. He's 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 been playing really good with uh, Necaxa, so I think that would be a good. Uh, but he sort of plays similar to like uh, like him and uh, Antuna mm. are gonna be. They're either gonna be like competing or or probably on either on both sides of opposite sides. Lines. Yeah, I would hope so. And then you got the and then you got the the like the nine. Pulido's gone, going to be transferred, and someone's got to take us. Yeah, you know. Or Vega, it's so I guess funny. Vega. Vega's going to take that. I I hate to to to, to make this comparison, but uh, I remember when Cristiano Ronaldo won the Champions League with Real Madrid for the last time, and um, one of the, one of the reporters asked him like, "Oh yeah," uh, or not even asked him, he just said, "Oh yeah," and then uh, I'm going to talk about my future later. And like no one even knew he was like gonna leave or anything. He but by him saying that, everyone was just like, "Wait, what? You're leaving?" <laughs> then he ends up going to Juve. And same thing with Pulido. Like he won the thing, the the he tied as the top goal scorer in, in Liga MX. And then after the game, he's like, "Yeah." And then uh, I'm I'm gonna talk about my future later. And then like nobody knew that he was gonna leave or like that was even gonna be a thing. But. Right now, it sounds like all the rumors are, are pointing towards MLS. Uh, there's two teams in it, uh, Chicago Fire and uh, San Jose Earthquakes, courtesy of Matias Almeida. And um, another thing is that's interesting about Chicago Fire is their first priority is actually uh, JJ Macias. So that's they're actually really trying to buy uh, Macias. And then if that fails, they're going to get Pulido. So... That's like the the latest rumor on that, but I just think what a waste it would be for for Macias to to go oh, to yeah. Chicago Fire. Exactly. I mean, Pulido, I can understand because he's sort of like and Joel is on, so maybe he might he might get angsty with this comment. We saw <laughs> we saw we saw Pulido already like hanging on by a thread in Europe and Greece, so he he gets booted back to to Mexico. And now it seems like I mean he's not really hanging on a thread in Mexico, but if he wants to go to Liga MX or to MLS, then it's pretty much done with him. I mean he's he's done. And and for Macias to go to to MLS, everyone is like hoping, oh, Macias is going to Europe, or Macias needs you know he, who's looking at Macias from Europe. If he goes to MLS, man, that's gonna like be a downer for for all of Mexico all around, dude. That's like taking the two steps back, man. And I don't even know how he's even considering that offer. Like, is it really that bad at Chivas that he'd rather go to Chicago Fire? The thing about this whole thing is 
The reason Pulido is leaving is to make room for Macias to return to Chivas because they had beef. It's like, yo, if we're getting rid of our, our goal scorer to bring in Macias, then then let's just make it happen. But are we going to sell both of them and end up with no goal scorer? That's going to be a nightmare, even with all these refuerzos coming in. What's your thoughts there, Howell? How's it going? Greetings, gentlemen. Well, how much truth is there to these rumors? You know? Um, and I think if you're JJ Mack, one of the main things uh, you're looking for right now is is uh, what kind of contract are you getting? Because I believe... Uh, I believe one of the reasons he couldn't come to an agreement with Leon or Grupo Pachuca, to be exact, was I think he wants a percentage for his um for his uh you know transfer release. So I think he would wants to keep a percentage for himself because what was being talked was that Grupo Pachuca would keep twenty percent of his transfer fee. So if that means if whoever bought him, uh even if he went to Europe, if he could if he got sold again, they would make twenty percent of that of that um sell. So I think he's he's trying to, you know, keep some of the money on that end. Hmm. All I know yeah. is, all I know is he needs to just stop playing around. He needs to go back to Chivas, and he needs to have one or two good seasons with us, and then we'll sell him to Europe. We already have all the connections. We've already done it plenty of times. You know, Chivas are a big name in in Europe, and um, he just needs to just give us a couple seasons, man. Win some silverware. We got a couple, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, with MLS, it's like, I just don't seem to have come out of nowhere. Um, and I'm thinking that's, that's probably, they're probably, if it's, if it's, if there's truth to that, I think they're probably offering them that. And, you know, play a year or two, and then, um, you know, you have more, your contract. Cause he um he's still tied to Chivas for two more years. Oh, okay. So if 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 um Grupo Pachuca doesn't do the offer ballot, which is I I believe it expires on the thirtieth of this month. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if they don't pay the fifteen million or come to an agreement, he has to go back to Chivas, and because Chivas still has him for two more years. So if, if the fire or any other team, they have to negotiate with Chivas. And of course, uh, if he doesn't want to stay, that's, that's going to be the same price tag, 15 million or more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With, with Pulido, I don't know if he was dropped solely because of Macias. Rumors had already come in that they had already told him, um, that he didn't, you know, that he was going to He was part of the plans? Mm. Yeah, so I don't know. I mean, I think there's something going on. We we don't, they don't tell us. They're not going to, they're not going to, you know. It's just interesting. 
that you're going to know the, the real reason just because there's a lot of money involved. Even uh, even for Chivas, they could lose money if they can't sell them at a good transfer. So they're not going to say, this guy is causing all these problems. Mm, right. You know? And, uh, yeah, it's it's a lot of times we don't, we don't know the extent of what these problems are. Uh, you get to hear them much later. It's kind of something that happened with Vocal, where Chivas sold him because of, of like, you know, problems he was having with the coaches. Mm-hmm. And it's same reason uh, Pachuca sold him to Chivas. He had problems with uh, Bucetich, and then with Chepo. And uh, he never really ended up in a big club because he had that talent. Or at one of the the main clubs, you know, I should say one of the main clubs. They got to a Cruz Azul, to a Tigres, to a... He didn't. He ended up at Jaguares. And even after that, when he had good seasons, you know, no team will pick him up. He did come to Chivas, but, but then uh, they end up letting him go again. You know, they sent him to Chivas USA. They did all of this. Kind of sad. A uh, player of that talent should have should have been at a you know, more known club instead of playing indoor soccer in second division. And There's a lot of players that, that ends up happening sense. too. Yeah, but this, for this guy, it was his attitude, you know. He yeah. was getting into it with the coaches. Mm-hmm. And so it, and then he had, going off of what he said, not, what was it, maybe early this year when he was trying to throw his agent under the bus. And then, so, I mean, this guy was just, I guess he must, you know, as much as we like him, could have been a pain to work with. And I'm getting a little bit of that with Pulido, you know. Was he just some guy that was difficult to work with and, and just causing too many problems? Where it's like, even if you score 12 goals, I just, we don't want to risk it. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, he's one of the the last pieces of the of the championship team, you know, with well, Matias. Uh, and I feel like know, I, I feel like they're just trying to get rid of everybody that was associated with with that, you know. Oh, I, yeah, I don't I don't agree with, you know, I I think maybe there was something to it oh. when you get I was there. Oh. But yeah, but Pelayas is different. I mean, cuz then you wouldn't bring back Ayito. Uh and, yeah, he's back. He looks so happy to be back too, man. I'm excited. He was, to have... man. He was. That's that's yeah, how so I he's... look when I'm about to get some good food. And, and <laughs> yeah, the guy was so happy. What going into the club? He took pictures and video, and he has this beaming smile, man, from year to year. And um, but just just quick on on where were we? On, With Pulido. Yeah, and I don't, I don't think it's the whole getting rid of uh, remnants of the Mati, the Mati era. I, I do think there was something going on there with just in the background, and and just for you're talking about piece of the puzzle. I mean, I think he looked really good with those twelve goals, but he did go about maybe two, three years where he was only scoring what four goals. Three goals. So it's not a guarantee. Like like 
that he's going to score and he's going to have another one of those breakthrough seasons. Yeah. Um, my my take is that he does have that ability. That's been one of my main arguments with Chivas Armando that that Chivas paid twenty million because they knew he could support. He could be that type of delantero where he could give you ten plus goals in a good tournament. Uh, and then I get a lot of uh, he's not a nine or he's not that type of striker. And That's you know, to me, just show that he is. And when he was young, he was putting those type of numbers too. Oh my gosh! Before, when he was at Tigres, mm-hmm. and the time he left it to Greece, that was part of the reason because he's like, you know, I'm hot shit. I don't. I need to be in Europe ASAP. <clears throat> you think he's missed that boat? I think he's missed that oh, boat. Oh yeah, definitely. Well, yeah, he's gonna be thirty. It's it's uh, he can always go, but it's very difficult because he's a foreigner. Mm. So it's yeah, he would have to like almost be I can... playing in a second division club for free, sort of like Alani's left and he was just getting peanuts. Yeah, I can sort of agree though with uh with Pulido not really being the nine. Like a lot of his goals were scored from outside of the box or even from uh um like uh free kicks and, and set pieces and stuff, so he wasn't yeah. right, like the sole target. So that that's that's sort of a, I would I would say that's sort of a valid valid complaint from or a valid justification from the Chi Hermanos about him not scoring so many goals. Uh, I think this one this season he just played good. He was very fortunate on a lot of those goals. Uh, in addition to like pe- penalty kicks yeah, and well, stuff like that. I mean, I mean you know, I... goals a goal, man. I mean, you got to be in the right position to do it. Or and he scored like four or five off penalties, but I mean. The last time we had a Mexican, uh, no, and you still have to top. score them because oh, uh, and Akaxa just scored. They just just the penalty game. makes it seem so easy, and there's a lot of players that will miss PKs. Yeah, yeah, Akaxa Hugo Gonzalez has been playing really good because Monterrey still has it was a counter attack, man. Akaxa get gets a goal uh, away in Monterrey, so that's big. That's tied one one. Oh, I forgot. Well, the same I started up. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's 1-1 one, one right now. Just off the counter. Defense caught with their, their pants behind their ankles. And then... I used to, I used to live in uh, Aguascalientes. So I'm sort of like... And the, the the stadium back there is pretty nice, man. They, their fans get behind the team. So this is not going to be... They got it, Fuentes too, right? They got... Uh, at the stadium, they have like fountains. Shoot of water. When they score? Oh, really? I, I, didn't, I, don't, oh. I didn't notice. I haven't seen that. I don't think Chiquis went to the stadium. Yeah, right. no, I, didn't, I didn't go to the stadium. Did you? <laughs> i never been to the... I didn't. You just went through the outside and you were there. No, I lived in the, in the centro. But, uh, but, yeah, that's... I mean, they're... The stadium, it's really small, so... But the fans are, like, really okay. close, really loud, so... It's going to be... If, if Monterrey doesn't get the better result here, I, I think Nakas is going to pull it through. So, um, you guys want to talk about Veracruz just getting <laughs> disaffiliated? Oh, yeah. Is no. that official? Is that official? I think, I think it was pretty yeah, I think much it's official. Let me, uh, well, no, we have to, we have to know for sure. Uh, I do I know mean, that they're trying to sell the team. Uh, they're trying to sell the franchise. 
And I do think there was a owner's meeting and Guri, who is the owner of Veracruz, it's, was not allowed to attend. It's on ESPN. So, uh, Veracruz quedó desafiliado. Oh, yeah, I think it's nearly, it's pretty much almost, uh, even this afternoon they're announcing that it was pretty much uh, like legitimate so journalists were announcing that. What's going to happen to all the players? I got dibs on Gurado. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, some of them, some of them could have been on loan. Uh, and then others, others have. If they belong to the club, then they get they get on a they get released on a free transfer. But a lot of these guys are tied to promoter, so it's not like uh, you know they don't gotta go door to door looking for a chance. <laughs> Sancido we, retired, I think. Yeah, we he saw this one coming. He did retire. <laughs> uh, he retired. Salcido retired in the last game of the season, which was against Chivas. Chivas, yeah. Yeah, and then so and so I think that was kind of nice. Uh, and it was at the Akron, and uh, uh, after the, and took a picture. Did you see after the game, picture? after the game, didn't they like throw him up in the? Yeah, they, they did a little. They, they like picked him up, and that's cool. So, Jurado is free. He's a free man. Soccer. No, but that, that's, but, that was sort of embarrassing. If you go and no, look at the video of, of I don't Kuri. think he's free. Um, I don't think Jurado is free. Uh, he had resigned. I think Kuri, and Kuri has his, like, um, what is it called? His transfer. So, yeah, there's, there's going to be money made right there. That's, that's not that's not free. Um, what channel are you guys watching this game on? Uh, I got a I got a stream, but I can send it to you. Um, Fox Deportes. It's on Fox Deportes. So you're you're telling me that Kuri, all, all the all the owners went to a meeting and Kuri was not invited? Nope. He, he, there's wow. like no. film of, of him arriving in his like a Bentley, right? Really Actually, fancy car and, uh, okay, this, and this, this, this is what happened, man. He, he was sent and he showed the, the reporters. Okay. He was sent an invitation to the meeting. Oh, cold blooded. And when he gets there, That's if you look at this car. video, this video is classic, dude. He is sitting in his <laughs> car in the passenger seat at the, at the front gate. And a guy in a suit comes out from the Federation and reads something to him saying, according to the reglamento, whatever, whatever, whatever. And while he's telling him you are not permitted to come in due to Veracruz not being valid or some some whatever rules. But as he was telling Kuri this, he is like trembling, dude. His his voice is like not stuttering, but he's like shaking this guy. <laughs> like in anger or like no in, he's just uh, like scared dude back to tears. yeah he's like scared he's like you know oh. like like when you're really nervous like some dude's gonna beat you up and you're talking to him and like you're gonna tell him like you know get out of my face or something and he's just like all like trembling scared like he's gonna like pee his pants or something oh, and then he okay. leaves and he says and he says uh, I've came to say what I said and then uh, thank you and then he leaves and Cody's like, did you see that guy? He tells the reporters because the reporters are there, like asking all kinds of questions. And he said, do you see that guy? He was like trembling when he was telling me this. <laughs> but, oh, the, uh, the 
The security was trembling. No, it wasn't the security. It was a guy in a suit from the Federation that they sent. They said, hey, go tell Kuri he's not allowed to come in, according to these and he's rules. And the guy that was... He's the guy that was trembling. Yeah, he's the guy that was trembling, dude. And then he just leaves, and all the reporters are there asking questions. And Cody's like, "Man, did you see that guy trembling?" And then he comes out and he takes out his phone and he says, "This is this is the invitation. This is the email that they sent me inviting me to this." And now when I get here, they're saying, "No, you're not. You're not. You're not part of it anymore." So that was the big complaint. Like they're not following the rules, and and Cody is now saying that he's gonna like he's gonna take it to like to the judicial level to you know. To fight, he's gonna fight it basically, and he's in El Picante. He was gonna like spill the beans. I guess he he apparently but he, didn't. He didn't. Yeah, he, but he didn't. But he did say that they're not following. Like they're not they're not following everything correctly the way it's supposed to be to be. And you know, yeah. well, we all I know think this. if he takes it to FIFA, it's like a losing case because he just has so many strikes against him. Where it's like his players going months without getting paid. You know. Tell me what what is he gonna? Well, he's gonna what be like, hey, hey, hey! All the owners had a meeting and I wasn't invited. I'm like, oh, what team do you own? Because last time I checked, you guys don't exist anymore. Well, he could spill yeah. the beans no, with I them, mean... though, dude. He can spill the beans with them because I'm sure he's got stuff on them. Oh, they all got yeah, dirt. They all got dirt. That opens up this like long, very long investigation. Um, but it goes both ways. Huh? It goes both yeah, ways. Yeah, but there's I mean... like a lot of money right now tied to Mex with the World Cup and all that. Mm-hmm. Uh, they would just drag it for so long, you know. By the time they got into the actual investigation, Goal. you would have your room in order. It's like almost like they give you a heads up, you know, like you're you're running a crack house or something. <laughs> and the cops like, hey, we're gonna go, <laughs> we're gonna do a raid on like three months from now. <laughs> Hey, Monterey just scored uh, that Jansen. That Jansen guy scored. What? Man, your stream is ahead of mine because I'm still watching this goal kick right now. I'm on cable, though, man. So, Uh, that guy, what do you think of that guy, man? Or not cable, but satellite. Jansen? Yeah, what do you think of Jansen? Like, he. Everyone's like hyping the dude and stuff because he's like he's, from like a European. He's Dutch. But that dude, um, that dude, I'm almost, I'm almost on the verge of calling him a tronco. <laughs> <laughs> but he did score. He did, right? didn't, he didn't score during the regular season. I mean, he might have scored a few. He's no big. He's no big. Uh, I don't think he's like the big hype guy that everyone. Would would imagine a European player mm. to come to Liga MX and like a Gignac or whatever. But I mean, he's all right. Still, he's a big he's a big body in the middle. I still like the. Uh... Oh, that was a nice goal. That was a nice goal. I just saw it. Yeah. Did a little flick, kind of like a Dele Ali, kind of like how he scored today. Oh, Pretty yeah. good. I'd rather. I mean. So speaking about foreigners, they're actually going to be, impose a, a rule, right? And they're yeah, going to limit the news. they're limiting the amount of foreigners coming in again. Well, they dropped it, so that was part of the meeting where Cody was. He was not allowed. And this and is moved the... by uh, that's that's initiated by uh, Tata, right? Suppose I mean, they've been like 
back did, and forth about what, did, he, did he did he put his hand in that that's that's awesome i mean if he had yeah, well, I mean, a lot of a lot of people have called for this but if we really think about it it's not that much it's not like a real change because supposedly they, they went down to eight foreigners i think instead of 11 something like that which is still incredibly high uh, it used to be what three and four used to be like yeah like four so, tops so now it's like still double that and it, it doesn't make much of a difference uh if if if, if uh because I guess even they realized they were buying way too many because there's a lot of foreigners that come in and they won't even play. Like you'll just hear the transfer being made. <laughs> then that's it. You don't, you could go, you could go to the list and there's always a good amount, like about 20, I'm guessing that you don't hear about them anymore, you know? Yeah. I just and you remember, remember there was. This Tigres the... guy that came in when, when Guignac was signed? Well, the, the French guy? guy? Oh, I No, think. another one. It was a, it was like, I think he was, also was playing Europe. I think he's from Africa. Uh-huh. And, uh, yeah, he never played. He just... I think he got injured or something. I know, and, you're, ta- I know you're talking about, but yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, but that, that could also be the whole thing, you know? He, he, he certainly didn't get injured in the field. <laughs> He even saw it. You know? <laughs> he was just with the press conference, and that's it. Hey, your job here is done, man. Uh, and but see, because that's the big business in Mexico, the whole, the whole transfer. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, how can you make money? Because there's the player doesn't have to be good. You're just using him, you know, as a as a way to you, you buy him for like, um, what is it, hundred fifty k. So, so then you transfer him for like double or triple of that, and that's that's where the wash is, you know, where the where they launder the money. That's kind of the way they do it. But wouldn't you wouldn't you make more money if you had an academy of players that you didn't pay anything for, and then eventually? No, you still pay. You have an academy. You you paying the for the building. You're paying for oh, yeah. the. Um, I mean, it's significantly cheaper than buying and selling players, no? I don't know, man. I don't know if it's cheaper because it's 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 a lot of money. You paying I mean, food and scouts, and you're paying um, upkeep. Do you you're think paying... you think Macias has used fifteen million dollars of resources? You think you think Chios are spending that much having uh, scouted him and put him in the no, account? No, but but Macias is one when they have right. when they have youth. Uh, like they have hundreds of kids in, in the youth academies. Yeah. Like hundreds, and out of those hundreds, only a handful are going to become like first division and have mm-hmm. have long careers. Because they're like, uh, you know, well, Real gets, gets a lot of flack from uh, from Chiva fans saying how like, how, how like uh, he wasn't good at developing players. Mm-hmm. And it's like a lot of them went on to have decent careers. You, you know, you can't just judge them because, oh, there was only one Chicharo and, and only like, mm-hmm. you know, if if you already made a career playing football or, or even in first division, if you were able to stay, 
that's already, you know, you already did a good job. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I mean, I don't know. Chivas don't have that problem, the whole foreigner thing. But I do say it's it's pretty embarrassing. You see Cholos play, and none of the players in the starting lineup are Mexican. You're like, what the heck? Well, Tom, okay, so Tom says that right now nine, nine non-homegrown players yeah, see, per you match. Nine. So that's that's be, what that's what's going on right now, and that's going to be you know the same in twenty twenty one. Yeah, I I don't. But then I in twenty twenty two, it's going to go down to four. Wait, four? By the second half of twenty twenty two, there will be a minimum of four. Mexicans in every league MX team. What? Speaking about 2021, uh, Pumas Presidente sort of hinted at the fact that Mexico is going to be competing in Libertadores again. I think that's that's always been on the table. Um, I just think the negotiations, you know, I, I do think it's all due Show to Show me the money. <laughs> yeah, I think it comes down to TV. TV? Like, who's going to... The money, yeah. The cut? I mean, yeah, for, as long, for as long as I can remember, it's always been on Fox Deportes, right? It has. And then that's the whole thing where it's like, if they're not getting enough money, then uh, the Liga MX clubs are not... It's not worth it for them. Right. I mean, I know as fans we have all this prestige, and and I know that that um, what's I gonna say? You know, just playing there can make your team look good, but and I don't think the Mex teams, if they were making all this money off of that, you know, they would have just fought to stay there, and no one really said anything once they once they said, "Hey, we're not competing no more." Chivas was the big loser there because they were, they had just qualified for the tournament. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's like it's one of those things where the the league itself looks at it like, okay, all the traveling that's going to be required and all that, and wait, how much is our cut? Screw that. We'll just do this. You know, we'll just do the league with uh, MLS. We'll do a tournament there and make more money. <laughs> yeah, even off of the gate, they they can make more money. How much money are you gonna make if you go play in Uruguay? Right. You know? And and the tickets are like too pretty, you know. Like, and it might sound like I'm exaggerating, but I'm not. The, a lot of these, uh, yeah, you know, like in South America, a lot of these small countries, it's it's very cheap. Even in Mexico, going to games for five bucks, because we're talking U.S. dollars. So over there, it's like. You know, you pay two fifty and you get a free sopa maruchan or something. They, yeah, it's it, just it's not the same as here in the U.S. where ticket prices are ridiculous. You're paying three hundred dollars. You know. I think um, though, you know, you know what it is though. It's it's this. Mexico gets to dictate terms basically because they're the one they're the cash cows, and I think Comebol doesn't like that because it's their tournament. You know what I mean? You guys are a guest in our house. Who are you to tell me where the sofa goes? You know what I mean? So it's like it's it's a little bit of the power dynamics, and I I think that's why Mexico stepped out 
And they're like, all right, you guys don't want us, then we'll step out and see how you guys do. And Yeah, well, it's, it's true what you're saying. They, they wanted to start dictating moves. And, if, and there's one thing I just want to mention real quick. I know Chinkies wants to throw in his two cents. Uh, yeah, one, one thing to look to to be aware of was that a lot of League MX teams weren't even taking the tournament as serious. There was teams that would send in like the their second squad, you know. So that's and it's like, well, why wouldn't they? And a lot of times it's because for League MX. The money is in Liguilla. So mm-hmm. you're going to prioritize the Liguilla. That's where you want to be at. And every now and then, yeah, you did have a club that was like, we're taking the serious. And you were going to, they would go far every time you had teams that did do that. Uh, you know, like Tigres. Um, but for the most part, it was like almost like Copa MX. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree with uh, with what Jaime is saying that uh, Colmebol didn't like Mexico coming in and trying to be the cash cow in this whole thing. But I think Mexico did sort of like a, a, sort of like played a trick on Colmebol with this whole unification with MLS, saying like, "Oh, look, okay, you're gonna dump me, or I'm gonna leave you, and look, look who I'm gonna be around with MLS." MLS and, and, and Mexico are now going to do a partnership. And then uh, Colmebol is just left out. You know, they're just left out watching. And so maybe they maybe they said, okay, let me get back into this and uh, talk with Mexico. But I think Mexico, just like Tata, with the whole foreigners limitation on clubs, he's, he's not looking at like bringing in big names and stuff. He's looking at the quality of the Mexican player for the Mexican national team. And that's not necessarily like well, Moleros and getting bank and stuff. And and the same with going to MLS. Oh wait, 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 one second. Let me let me finish. When, whenever he goes to whenever Mexico goes to MLS, that's not increasing quality. That's in, that's getting bank. But if Mexico teams go to Libertadores, mm-hmm. they get to play against like Boca and River and all these teams. And if they actually win something, their prestige and maybe the global attention will be on Mexico more than it would be against MLS. And the same if Mexican teams were to win like a Club World Cup. Then all eyes, like even in Europe, would be on, oh, who is this America or, or Chivas that won the, the Club World Cup mm-hmm. that came and beat Real Madrid or whoever. Well, yeah, whoever. but the Club, Club World Cup was just, you had two games, and it was just awkward. It's like you had to show up at 3 in the morning and all that. Uh, yeah, but if I'm, so yeah like exactly. A, if America... Like if, a le- drunken booty call, man. You're, yeah, but if America... You're wasted. You just <laughs> ate at Rigo's Tacos number two, and then you're getting that. Booty call at three in the morning. You're, you're not feeling it no more. That's um, that's that's better than some uh, like um uh, some Liga MX team beating MLS three years in a row in their little unification tournament. Who's gonna who's gonna care about that? No, like no one's. Well, gonna see, care. that's that's the thing about about the tournament though, um, where you could you could use that to show how much how much your teams are worth. So if you say, okay, look, this these are the numbers. Of of just us playing MLS sites or Max versus Max, whatever. This is how much we made at the gate. This is how much we brought in in sponsorship deals. These are the TV ratings. So at least you have that. Yeah, but they're going to know. Keep in mind. No, I'm just saying, though. I'm just saying, because if you're going to negotiate, that's 
that's a good starting point. Yeah, but every, everyone uh, knows that. Dolores, you, you could say, oh, Boca and all these big-name teams, but you're not going to get a lot of those games. You're going to get – you might get Flamengo versus Once Caldas or River Plate versus Tucumán or some weird team, and people don't watch that. You know, if you do get those big games, it's not going to be that many where it's like – the well, they'll, they'll be the ones that matter, though. They'll be the finals. They'll be the semifinals, quarterfinals. They'll be the ones that matter. So that's when the big games, like yeah, the first, but, the group stages. Yeah, that's going to be boring. But once you get towards yeah, the end of the tournament, that point, but look, look, uh, they dropped it. I think they dropped the tournament. Like uh, I think no one's showing it because the ratings just weren't there, even with those games. It's the end. Like the end of the tournament is what is what's going to be gold for Mexico and Liga MX. And and I think like the uh, man. I, I, it was cold for me, top to bottom. But I'm. We have to talk about the average fan. You yeah, know? even for the average uh, fan, like the, the European casual fan. fan. Yeah, the the. Well, yeah, the, even for the casual fan, the European, the casual fan is going to be more into Europe, more into, uh, like the Brazilian players, the Argentinian players, than some MLS player. They're going to know that okay, if they beat, if Mexico beats Argentinian teams and Brazilian teams, then that's legit. But if Mexico keeps on beating MLS, then who cares? That's just MLS. No, and, they, uh, don't, they and, don't see it like that, man. And, they, and the numbers, though, they, like the numbers, the numbers that you talk that's about, the like old viewing numbers. Thinking, no, it's the truth, though. Look, look, and as far as the numbers, no. like selling and selling out the, the stadium, everyone knows that the United States is just like Mexico 2.0, that all these Mexicans live in the United States, and that's why Mex- Liga MX is such a huge hit in the United States because of Mexicans. Yeah, but you're, you're talking about like if Europe seeing a player and they just beat so and so. And so I'm, I'm assuming by that statement you meant as far as like going abroad, if, if you're being scouted and they're watching you playing. Yeah. Uh, if you, okay, so. Is that what? Yeah, so say for example, say for example, Chivas is in Libertadores and, uh, and, and JJ Max scores like three goals to beat Boca in the final or, or, you know, Corinthians or something in a semifinal that uh, Chivas beats Cor- uh, Corinthians and uh, you know one of the Chivas players has a big game I think European and general football fans in, in general are going to you know going to see that and are going to praise that more than if JJ Mack beats uh, LAFC three times in a row in, oh yeah in there's, the MLS. there's some truth to that but it's not it's no longer like something that that it's like you have to do, you know. I mean, there's a lot of players that have left without having gone down that path. Yeah, and I'm, I'm not necessarily good, talking about people like players leaving. I'm talking about mm. Liga MX being a globally known and, and praised league. Well, I think, you know what, I think you, you do that through your players going abroad and, and doing really well. Sort of like what Jimenez is doing, um, what Chicharro has done. But just what the players do, then it doesn't. It's not going to matter. Doesn't, like what? Well, yeah, but like Jimenez. At, they say Jimenez for being Mexican. Like I don't even. I, I would like to ask a, a lot, like all the people in England. Do you do you even know that Jimenez plays for club or played for Club America? They probably don't even know. Like what? I mean, I know he's Mexican. That's all I know. But they don't know what like what club he comes from. Europeans and the the you know the whole globe need to see. Club America play themselves, not just like you know some obscure player that comes from Mexico 
when they don't know, like even if he comes from Pachuca or America, they need to see the actual Pachuca and America's play on like a world stage and do well. And that's just not going to happen. Well, I, mean, the yeah, I think, I think, too. I mean, even then, even if you give them a club world cup and, and they, I don't, to be honest, I think most of Europe just, they just watch their own leagues, like yeah. the Premier League. And if you can do it big on their stage, on their ground, then, then that's all they need really. But the thing for me is like, when it comes to like Libertadores, like those, those tournaments, when, when Mexico participate in those tournaments, they always do really well. And I don't know, like, I think we're just wasting our time here and, you know, doing these, these games here in the States, even if, you know, whatever, they're generating a lot of money and stuff. And I, I remember, ta- I remember, not, I remember Tom Marshall, Tom Marshall talked about, you can't tell an owner they're wasting their time when they're making a lot of money. Right. I know. It's all about money, but Tom Marshall tweeted it's something earlier. This, yeah. He tweeted something time. about, um, uh, like the he he always talks about the TV ratings and how like Liga Mekis gets like millions of, of views. Obviously, it's a lot of Mexicans watching, but a lot of people that replied to that tweet said, "Oh no, like I'm I'm American and I just got tired of watching uh, the boring Premier League and and the Mexican league is just entertaining. You know, there's a lot of drama and stuff. So I, I don't know. I think that there's been a shift. Uh, I think a lot more more people outside of our culture have been paying attention to Liga Mekis. Um, I just feel like they ha- they haven't been able to to pr- provide the, these games. Uh, they're hard to find if you're not living in the states. That's I think a, that's the biggest problem. That's a small handful, though, man. Like those reply, I looked at those replies is, also. Yeah, that's, that's it is a small handful. That's like less than ten. But uh, and and I think in 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 general, like even in uh, you know the big scheme, I think it's not that big either. I think the majority and and the majority of uh, Liga MX viewership is from Mexicans that were born in Mexico, and then a smaller majority being their children. Yep. And that and that's just like that's pretty much true. And yep. and and then like hundred percent. I, I was talking and I and in my other podcast I was talking to to uh, you guys know. Uh, oh shoot, I forgot his name. He does uh, sports biz stuff for like soccer and stuff oh geez what is his name anyway we're talking about it and he 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 was talking about talking to other guys uh walter frankel he was talking to guys and he says that uh league mx is going to be irrelevant whatever that means i gotta ask him what his definition of irrelevant is in five years a lot of people are saying in the business in the sports business field are saying league mx is going to be irrelevant in five years because they don't do social media, because they don't have a good website, because they don't broadcast to in English, because they don't do all this potential to spread, uh, you know, the, their football to the United States and to the world. And and the only and the only argument I have for that is, unless there's no more Mexicans in the United States, then that's not that not ever going to happen. As long as there's Mexicans yeah, that the come from Mexico. Stuff. There's going to be Liga MX. There's going to be viewership that's going to be huge, more so. Yeah, than... that's Liga MX isn't going anywhere. <laughs> well, um... I mean, you never know. I mean, it could lose because there was a time when you didn't really see games in the U.S. Uh, and then there was like that one Sunday game in Univision. I will say this. You... I I will say that the the sport itself is being globalized and. I mean, you can watch Champions League football on Univision now. That was not the case 10, 
years ago. So I will say as more Mexicans go to Europe and stuff and, and we finally have like 40 Mexicans in Europe, I think, yeah, eventually Liga Mekis won't have that same traction that it does now, but it's always going to be the, the, the top league, at least the most popular league here for, for a while, at least. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't agree with the whole irrelevant. At least not in, not the five years. That's just too soon. And I think if that was the case, we would be seeing it right now. Instead of, uh, you know, we would have seen numbers dwindling. We would start seeing it like, we could, you could start seeing the decline, which is not the case. Um, it's it's the most viewed league in the U.S. The Mexico games have the most. Uh, views, so I, uh, I do think you will get to a point where it's not, you know, that's just, that's just how it goes. Stuff changes all the time. I would say like second generation might might lose out on it. Yeah, but uh, but as long as there's still people coming in, they just replace a lot of that second gen uh, group. So uh, changes, of course, changes in demographics, but I. I Five years is, I would, if, if you want to say that, maybe 20 years. Five is just, that's just around the corner, man. <laughs> yeah, for that. That's yeah, just, that's, I, mean, that, I don't agree with that would, statement. Like, five years, we, we're going to be hosting the World Cup in 2026. It's not going anywhere. <laughs> yeah, because, like, like, look, I'm, I'm going back to when there was no football in, in the U.S. It was, like, no live football, and you would, you know, there was no league. Uh, no, no MLS. And Mexico, you had like I was saying, just one game, Univision, one live game or two. Telemundo used to show like uh, replays, and it was like Celaya. It was like the one of the, you know, it's like it was like having Lobos blew up, and um, and after that, when you had uh, the Dish come in, you know, Dish Network and and all of that, and and then all of a sudden you're getting Fox Deportes and, and all these other soccer stations. And so, yeah, there was talk like, yeah, people are going to watch Liga MX now because now you have access to Argentine League. You have access to Brazilian League. You have access to all these like La Liga and all of this. And and so that was the talk. Yeah, it, no one's going to watch Mex League. And, and you know, we're going back to to the 90s. And what, what happened? Mex League is the most watched. Yeah, the power of the Mexicans. We're not going. We're not going anywhere. Um, <laughs> yeah, the Monterrey only... just won two one Necaxa first leg. So the only thing yeah, Monterrey is beast. The only uh, thing I see with think... Mexico. Oh yeah, Mont- Monterrey. The only thing I see just the final statement on this. Uh, yeah. Irrelevancy thing. Final word. Um, the uh... <laughs> sort of funny, but uh, the uh, the only way that Mex Mex League goes away is if this. Trump wall actually does a job, <laughs> but I recently saw a what? video. Do, do you because, see, the, do you see and, the video of the guy I, climbing? That that huge wall, dude. That dude. and then the and then the border patrol <laughs> came by, and then and then you ran through, and they're like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> they already jumped that huge wall, man. That thing must be like thirty feet high or something. Anyway, dude, he man. didn't he didn't even jump it. He slid down it like a fire like, yeah, a, like fire a fire pole. pole. <laughs> but that's that's, that's, uh, that's just that one dude, you know. Um, when when you have all these little kids and and 
and like old ladies and or older gents with a bad knee, they're not going to do it, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but as long as I'm just my point is, as long as Mexicans come into this country and uh, and the, and you know the Mexican born Mexicans. Liga Mex is going to be in demand. The Pochos, the second generation. That's another story. Like if only second generations were around here, and then third, and then fourth, then I can see these Pochos like going yeah, full American. Yeah, they stop watching. You could see it with the little kids. Yeah, um, they're not watching Liga Mekis. They're playing fork knife and. <laughs> Fortnite. They're playing. <laughs> they're playing Fortnite like a... and, and Minecraft and, and watching, virtual world and watching PewDiePie. <laughs> yeah, the... that's that's probably gonna be it. There's gonna be like some. It's esports know... now. It's all about esports. It's all about professional some... Rocket League, you know, and professional uh, FIFA. I can no, watch some no. esports though, yeah. man. I, I enjoy. <laughs> well, I enjoy some squads. Esports, dude. Squats, <laughs> some hot squats. I'm not gonna lie. Um, I think there's gonna be like a few. I don't think all of them like done turn their back. But I do think you get a few, but nowhere near, nowhere near the numbers of all those that, you know, of, of what's the bread and butter of Lee I makes here. Uh, there are a few, but kind of niche. But I, I know I, I could see Lee I makes. Still being relevant for the next twenty years, uh, yeah. and then who knows? You have to have a number of things happening to say that it's not going to matter. In I, 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 I'm just curious to see how technology itself will be. You know, I think well, we're seeing it now uh, with the streaming. Mm-hmm. If you were to watch that, because before that, you know, you wouldn't be able to do that. You would have just uh, heard it on the radio. Oh yeah, and I, you know, I'm not gonna lie. There's times where I put the TV down, like I put the volume down. And I just yeah. l- listen to the game on the radio because it has so much more emotion. Oh yeah, radio is, is where it's at. Mm-hmm. And and then even like just to answer your question, Jaime. It's like if you could go to um, like in social media, and then you're seeing pretty much almost live updates of the goals. I know. I mean, it's I'm on time. I'm on Twitter trying to see the uh, all the goals from like you know all the players abroad, like Raúl. You know, I always go on the NBC Twitter just to get the the just, the one just, the goal that's not going to get taken down because a lot of these times they <laughs> they take them down. I'm like, ah oh, man, just go right to the source. I usually see the goal with like uh, some some dude from Saudi Arabia narrating it. <laughs> <laughs> They sound excited. It just, you know, just I just make up the words of what they're saying. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, interesting stuff here. Did we go over? Um, so we got semifinals. You guys talked about semifinales. Monterrey just advanced, and I think they're definitely they definitely had that squad, you know, player for player, to to be contenders and to be taken serious. I, I do think uh Monterrey is one of those teams them. where they're like Oh yeah, I forgot. We're actually pretty dope. Let's just get into Liga <laughs> making his uh, let's get into the yeah. Liga and just you know, we'll just figure it out from there. I think they may have uh Yeah, but I, I see think... them in the final and the next leg is what, America versus Morelia. Morelia. I got my oh. doubts though, Juan. I got my doubts. I think yeah. I think Monterrey should have beat, uh, should have won this by at least two. 
because it's they're going to they're going to Aguascalientes now, and that's gonna. I don't think I think Necaxa can pull it off. So I think that's in doubt. Well, but this so this game tomorrow is going to be key. Like uh, I can see America pulling through. All this the Scooby Doo passion, man. The Scooby Doo. Everyone wants to see Scooby Doo. Yeah, Shaggy's Shaggy's partner. Uh-huh. You don't know about it, uh, Jaime? No, I don't. So this picture was going viral of some guy in the Morelia that was going to the games in a Scooby Doo outfit, <laughs> like with the dog head and everything. <laughs> and then um, there's a dude that was. I guess they call him Shaggy. Shaggy Martinez. And he tweeted. Oh, Shaggy Martinez, yeah. I don't know if he tweeted or if he Instagrammed it. He said, Scooby Doo, where are you? <laughs> and then for the next match, they did like a, they did a picture together and it was Scooby and Shaggy. It's just kind of a deal for a while. Yeah. They, uh, <laughs> like he was in Leon, like Scooby, Scooby Doo was in Leon. And, uh, I don't know if like the security wanted to escort him or if there was like people trying to fight him. And uh and they're like trying they had a video like trying to defend Scooby Doo because the police was trying to escort him out of the stadium and stuff. Poor Scooby Doo. Why would they want to beat Scooby man? Well he was in opposed he was in enemy territory though. So he was oh. he was in Leon. <laughs> they were like, Man, get your get your Scooby out of yeah. here, man. Take it back to Morelia. Oh man, yeah. I mean, Morelia. Um, I really haven't seen him play this this season. No, but I know one of their strikers, Ridias. He went to MLS and won a, a trophy, right? He, he with Seattle. For, uh, he ruined it for Vela. Yeah, he he scored the goals in the final. He was key player. Um, yeah, and he's the one that scored to keep Morelia. Morelia was. Was gonna be relegated. He's a great player, man. He's a Peru, yeah. Peruano. Peruvian international. Yeah. I was surprised he got sold. I was like, if you're Liga MX team, you want this guy on your team. Yeah, you want to keep. You want to keep players like that. Yeah. And uh, see, that's that's one other subject where me and John have talked about how is gonna start poaching talent, you know, sooner or later, and it's like. They will end up with players because if you're South American and you're halfway decent, you'd rather be here than be at like uh, Veracruz or a Lobos Buap or, uh, you I know, certain areas that are just like not bad. You just don't want to be in that. Uh... What is the other one, man? The one place that was getting shot up, uh, they had to suspend the match because they were like, the there you go. <laughs> it's like a. Drug war like in the middle of the street. Well, in Santos, and, that, uh, that happened in the stadium, though. Wait, are you talking about in Sinaloa? Or? There was two that happened, and one of them was like... Uh, one of them was in the uh, whole city Torreon. was in lockdown. Because I know there was, a, there was a fight between Querétaro and, and San Luis. No, no, it was, it was the cartels. It was oh. like they, were, they were having a shootout. That's uh, crazy. And there was... When you had the goalie that... Because people were tweeting... Uh, or like showing videos, you know, you had some guy still selling raspados or something. <laughs> you hear gunshots like five blocks down, and this guy's like pulling his cart still, you know. 
That uh, happened in uh, Culiacan, you know, the guy's still out there driving around selling tamales. <laughs> tamales aren't going to sell themselves, man. He's like, you know, food is the big, biggest, you know, nourisher of fear, you know, just. Imagine come. you're you're like one of those cartel dudes and, and you're in the middle of the shootout and you hear like the. Palatero, <laughs> guy, And you're like, hey, man, let me, let me just, I'll be back. It's just two blocks down. Let me just get up. Let me get some churros. And all this shooting is making me hungry. But yeah, dude, um, I, I do think that's why there's going to be a, a good amount of players that are going to hmm. eventually just, you know, you, even if it's a boring whatever town you can name, at least they're going to be. Nashville. Yeah, more safe or just have more. Well, I mean, they're already trying to do that with, with Macias. They're trying to bring him to Chicago Fire, you know. That's a young talent. I think that's the, the, the whole thing with MLS. They're trying to bring young talent. They're not trying to bring, like, you know, Washington. Oh, yeah, up. they have. But that's mm-hmm. going to be, like, I, I don't know. It's surprising me, and I'm guessing they're willing to pay. And I know it's going to be the maybe more because $50 million is, like, that was just the cost for – for a group of Pachuca. Chivas could say we want twenty. Yeah. And the thing about Chicago is right now there's they're trying to, you know, uh revolutionize their brand. You know, they got that that ugly ass uh logo that they just spent millions of dollars designing and then I think they're bringing the team back to the old stadium as well. So I always thought they had one of the coolest logos, man. Oh no, they just got a new one. You should see the I new know. one. I've seen it. It's pretty plain. They were getting attacked. They're saying how it looks like it looks like Ralph Lake and it looks like other it looks very plain. It looks No, they said it looks like the cutter. they said it looks like the, one of the gangs, one of the gang logos. I forgot what it's called. What Latin Kings or something? Yeah, I think like the Latin Kings. Yeah, that's right. And another sports there's another sports also that uh franchise that has a similar logo. Yeah. I, I always thought the the one the fire logo they had it looked pretty legit. It looked like a batch of the firemen. I mean, think about it. It's a, it's a market where it's predominantly Mexican, you know? So it makes sense to go after a, a a player like Macias who's on the come up. But I think realistically, they'll probably end up getting Pulido. I think that's the, the realistic option. Yeah, because, I mean, Macias is set and leaving, and he's going to want that the majority of uh you know he's gonna want that transfer he's gonna want to keep that so I, I just think right now for any other club it's just not gonna be worth it for them she was not gonna make it easy so i just don't see if grupo pachuca doesn't take him i really don't see him going to any other club that's not in europe i agree i think borussia dortmund will uh eventually probably make a move for him. But as of right now, take the number nine that Puligo left, put it on Macias's back, bring in some more refuerzos like Irre, who has been rumored. Um, Victor Guzman has been rumored. But uh, apparently we already have another one in the bag and he plays for the Selección, but he plays in Mexico. So that's going to be uh, another another signing soon. Probably get announced. It'll probably be announced um, by the end of the week. Bomba. 
Yeah, that Jansen goal wasn't a golazo. Wasn't or was? No, it wasn't. He just plopped it in the air, man. He didn't do no fancy. <sighs> I didn't. Oh, I gotta see it again. I don't think the matter is cheeky as long as you put him back on the net, man. Yeah. He could score it with his face or his butt cheek. I like chicharo, man. I like chicharo. <laughs> have, have we hit on all the topics, gentlemen? Yeah, I think so. Any other... Uh, any last ones you want to you wanna touch on? Uh... Nope, nope, not right now. Um, All right, man. What do we have? Just we're giving up for the final, and then I guess then we have. Um, I don't know. That's it. There's just gonna be some friendlies, but those aren't for the selection. Those aren't until what March, maybe. Yeah, next year. And um, that'll be in Dallas, one of them. So that will be close by for us to head over. Yeah, and. Uh, Nope, not right now for Liga, as far as Liga, no. Um, Alrighty. Well, thanks for coming on. This has been another episode of the Cantina MX Podcast. Thanks, Joel, for, for Joel and uh, Joel and uh, Jaime. Thank you, Chickies. Thank you for, for having me. Um, yeah. Man, we're uh, closing in on a decade. Lots of, lots of think about, but um, you know, Chivas are guaranteed at least one title every decade, and, and it looks like we're gonna waste no time in 2020 with all these reversals. We'll see, you know, we'll see. I need, I need to see chemistry. I need to see chemistry. I need to see chemistry. They can bring the all star, the Liga MX or Mexicans all stars to form Chivas, but we'll have to see what they do together. But yeah, that's they gonna be interesting. Me. Oh, yeah, yeah. All right, guys, we will uh, see you guys, listeners, later. Thanks for joining us, and uh, we will have this recording out uh, tomorrow morning. See you guys on the next episode.